what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. U.S. health advisors want you to know your health coverage does not have to be complicated. If you aren't happy with your insurance plan, there are unlimited and comprehensive medical plan options available to you right now. U.S. health advisors offer solutions which can't be found anywhere else. They can even offer you the ability to purchase more coverage if and when you need it. U.S. Health Advisors offers fair rates and no surprises. Sounds nice, doesn't it? If you'd like to know more, contact U.S. Health Advisors at 828-554-3032 or by email at daniel.bryant at ushadvisors.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 24, volume 2 of Big Fan, Western North Carolina's favorite podcast for men and women under the age of 50, but over the age of 30, that are starting to look forward to coffee more than they are beer. My name is Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan, sitting across the table from a true podcast, podcast professional, not having to watch my co-host, co-host struggle for content. And finally, being given the keys to take this show to its appropriate entertainment level. My name is Andrew Moose, and I'm a big fan of substitute co-hosting and crossover podcasts, Hickory's Oktoberfest, and taking larger-than-life L's on fantasy football. Oh. What's up, Hank? What's up, man? I'm yeah. glad that you're here. You know, it's, uh, it's always been my dream to sit across from somebody that matched my talent in here, okay? I appreciate that. I, I do. I, I appreciate this because Chad, for so long, has felt like he was in charge. And I, when we walked in here, you, you talked to me about what seat that I wanted. And, you know, it's understandable because Chad's up from that seat and you wanted to know, hey, which seat do I want? And to be completely honest, this is the lead seat, okay? This one right here is the lead seat for the You're podcast. You're the captain now. This is the captain's <laughs> chair, okay? So when Chad gets back, he can sit in the co- co-captain or we'll say navigator. We'll just name him Moose, gotcha. okay, from here on out. Gotcha. Okay, or Goose. Goose. I'm yeah. your Goose. I'll be your Huckleberry. That sounds good right. to me. So um, before we get to Chad, the one thing that I wanted to notice is I don't know if you you kind of – uh, felt a different vibe with our music that we were bringing today because atten- we, we've been we've been playing a lot of new stuff. Not today. No, I. Whenever you walked in, you're like, I got a new one for us, and you know it usually goes the hip hop, the new country, the you know, and then today you said let's listen to Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> one week, and because yeah, well, this song has reared its head back in my life because we were trying to determine when this. Really hit the, you know, the radio station waves, right. and it was probably nineteen ninety nine ish, ish, yeah. right around there. And uh, catchy tune back then, you know, for me, I was senior in college, right. and you know, it was catchy. Girls loved it. It was great tune. You'd hear it playing a million different times. But my little boy is singing this song, and I think he heard it on Pop Rocks. That's a little plug for XM Radio, but I think that's where he heard it. 
And I have heard Chickadee China, the Chinese chicken, about a billion times in my house. It's so catchy. It is catchy. Do you think it's because it's kind of got that... Uh Kind of quick cadence, so it's kind of like rap. So he so he likes it like that. I know, think like, I think that that's probably you know. part of it. But you know, we turn him on to three eleven. Yeah, I, you're exactly right. Right, that'd, that'd be a good kind yeah. of transition to three eleven. But you know, when I was thinking about it, and we were walking in here, I was like, you know, this song probably wouldn't hit one of my playlists if it weren't for this. Yeah, it's I, I, it's not on any of my playlists. Right. I, but bare naked ladies. They they still tour. They still do it real hard. You know, they're doing the same thing as a lot of those early '90 bands are. Is they're like basically like combining efforts with other bands. You know, right. they're, they're they're doing with uh, uh, Sugar Ray. Yeah, you know yeah. the same late '90s, early 2000s bands that were just bangers back in the day. For sure. But now they're not. You know, they might not have the the prowess. I would say to fill up arenas anymore. But, right. You know you. You pair them with no Sugar doubt, Ray, or, no doubt, or whoever you know, right. whoever they are, and they can fill arenas, you know, and they're following the same old as like you know the 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 boy bands and the hip hop, pepper, and all yeah. that, you know, and all those guys. So they're yeah. not stupid, not dumb at all. No. And I guarantee there's a lot of forty year old women drinking wine to one week, you know, Chinese chicken. <laughs> I know. I mean, every weekend I'm sure that's happening, but that's what made me uh, think of it. My, my son's a big listener. And so I'm sure this will only spark more of an obsession for it when he hears it, you know, right, sure. on the podcast. So, you know, Chad is a big segment guy. You know, when we walk in here, usually it's like, Hey, I've got an idea for a segment. Let's talk about it. And he usually just kind of springs me, it springs it on me, but you know, a good segment is Chad. So let's talk Chad, okay? Because Chad sure. has put us in this predicament, right? He's put us in this, this, this situation right here. Chad has a, a challenging time with scheduling. Sure. Okay? And I believe that Chad's scheduling comes down to his fascination with being talent, okay? <laughs> oh, okay? Certainly not talented, but talent. Because Chad, as you know, and you've seen him in an atmosphere that kind of favors dancing and emceeing and being um, the center of attention has a tendency to, to demand a certain amount of respect. I've called that vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it comes across in his scheduling because we we should have done this a couple of days ago. And I think to Chad's let, – let, let me kind of fight for Chad here. I think when Chad does his schedule – it's probably on a napkin that's probably just grossly torn up. And there's probably 19 different things that are legitimately things that he needs to get done with no order. Right. And he shoves them in his pocket. And the morning of, he goes to do those 19 things, and he just doesn't get them done. Or right. he's got to make the order different. Or, or he like, like the napkins got washed in the washing machine or something. For sure. Right. For sure. So whatever gets done, gets done. And um, I think that's what Chad does because – you have to sit there and revolve around your talent, and um, that's how bigger talent has gotten trouble. So you know he's already lost his captain's chair. What is next for? What is next? What is next for Chad? Uh, I don't know. Well, don't... we wish him the best. We hate that he couldn't make it today, but it's good to be sitting next to you. Yeah, across yeah. from you, no corner from you. No, and I told you in the uh, things that I love the most. This is only going to allow us to take the entertainment level to what it should have been when this show was started so many years ago. So, you know, I think that that's probably appropriate. You know, it's it, it's one of those things, you know, 
Okay, full disclosure. Like, I'm, I'm a producer. I, like, I help run this network, right? right? right. So part of my job is scheduling. <laughs> and it is scheduling you guys to come in here every week. And Chad. He's a moving target. He is. And, you know, it, and I. It, and he does give me he does give me notice. It's not like he doesn't like not show sure, up. Sure, but uh, complete professional. Right, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't think he's got the hang of Google Calendar yet. Not yet. All right. Well, you know what? We just need to tie ourselves together with our calendars, and that way we're all synced in. And maybe right. do a text every morning and every night before we go to bed, just right. to make sure we're all on the same page. Right. Um, Maybe you can get a personal assistant. I don't know. Maybe we can work that in here. Isn't that on the budget? <laughs> That's for the right. Big fan. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when he had to reschedule, he did shoot us a text at like three thirty in the morning. Though. Of course he did. <laughs> we all know where that. He probably just saw UFO. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's uh, you know, and because Mary Margaret, Mary Margaret is also uh, on our text chain, you know, and right. she, uh, whenever he sends us text, sends out texts at like seven a.m. I'm like, ooh, that's four a.m. Washington time. Oh yeah. You know? So. Oh yeah. I'm sure she gets kick out of that oh too. i'm sure she hates that <laughs> i'm sure i don't even think about that when that comes across but sure enough i'm sure she hates that yeah yeah well chad we wish you well he's at the market which as like i said earlier you know market is a funny thing for those listening not in our our area you know the furniture market which is huge to our community and huge to our um uh, our unemployment and employment um this time of year they have their market where um you know chad's obviously not in it but in printing he has to do a lot of stuff for them and it kind of runs your two weeks right sure it does yeah i've I've got a bunch of buddies in the furniture business and you know you might just don't call them yeah you might as well just not call them but it is a two week drunk for a lot sure. of them. Sure, but, you know they they get down. Like, yeah. they work hard, but they play real hard that those couple weeks too. But with that being said, when you're 25 in a furniture rep and you go to these things and you have a hard day and then you go out hard and you can do it for two weeks, True. when you're 43, you know it's hard to do that. And I can only imagine that after day two. Hank Hammer's shutting it down. Yeah, it's just like, y'all just handle it Yeah, after that. Yeah, you know, I just, it, it's one of those things where, you know, full disclosure, I quit drinking a few months ago, and, and I had really lame. And one of the reasons is that I just, like, hangovers are just awful. Awful. Like, it, and, it's, and it's, I guess it's just mortality catching up with you, whatever. But, you know, just a couple beers, and it's just like, the it was the worst, right. you know. So I just... Had to make a decision. I was like, this is no, I can't do this anymore. Right. You know, and so two weeks of that, what's that like? Yeah. You know, like that's, that, that's nothing I want to, I mean, it would, if, if they're the, if you don't want to make a billion dollars in this world, you come up with the pill that keeps you from getting hang. That's over. exactly right. You're exactly right. Where's that guy at? I don't know. Uh, he's spending come too on, much science. Uh, he's spending too much money on Instagram or TikTok, you know, like some other social media uh, avenue. But, you know, like you were saying about the partying for those two weeks, you know, part of the uh, – all of us have different requirements on how we're supposed to show up for work, right? Right. I mean, different – different, um, you know, uh, uniform levels, different, you know, uh, we have to be ready for, uh, different things. Obviously a surgeon needs to be a little bit different than a first grade teacher, than a, a garbage man, than a real estate agent. Then, you know, it's everybody's days fluctuates a little bit different. Could you imagine what you look like on day 14 of the market after partying for that? Haggard. Golly. Haggard. So haggard. Gee, many Christmas. You'd look awful. 
And I'm saying you. Oh, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, you know, most of those furniture guys, they do dress to the nine. They do, they, man. they really do. Uh, you know, like I said, I've got friends in that. that and I'm like, God, it's like, you guys, you know, you know how to dress. Like, at that point, I bet they come in, like, just shirt on tuck, their bow tie or whatever, like, half off. Stained shirt. You know. Patch on the elbow of their sleeping jacket on the rips, furniture, ripped off. Sleeping on the furniture. Oh, I'm sure it's nasty. Just pick point. out whatever you like. Take it. Just take it. <laughs> Something like that. You know what we we mentioned, bounced on right there is we were talking about social media. I don't, like, it's funny because you're obviously younger than I am, but. Thank you. You're welcome. But so email started to come in college, in college, cell phones right when we got out, yeah. you know. I'm not that much younger than you. I'm 39. I'm turned 40 next year. My first email address was my freshman year. I got my LR at, email at LR. address. Yeah. Okay. So not that far. Right. So yeah. I feel like we were really, you know, technology, we were introduced to it young and we got into cell phones and everything right. else. But the media, social media platforms are starting to pull away from me just a little bit. You know what I mean? Yo, I, it's I, like, I definitely do. It's the chase for fame. I understood Facebook. I understood Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. TikTok, have you ever seen this thing? It's it's, it's like Vine, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. just like, uh, like short videos. It's, it's short videos that kids are pumping out and they share with one another yeah. and friends. And, Try to make me famous. Sure. Kind of, you know, how many likes can I get? How many things? Right. It's just ridiculous to think that that is like causing this much disruption, but it is. Right. In social media, especially for the 21 through 13. Sure. Um, and the, the only. I, I, I guess Paul's, uh, or not even Paul's, but solace I can take from this is that I bet we're going to get some really good filmmakers here in about 10 years. All these kids are just like whipping out videos left and right. They, you know, they're, they're doing some really cool stuff and yeah. putting together some cool stuff. Um, maybe we'll see some, something good out of it. That's the only thing that I can imagine. You know, I've never seen Snapchat. I don't know what Snapchat looks like. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, you know, whatever. Uh, but th- it's, it's one of those things that, you know, maybe something cool will come out of it. Who knows? But right. as of right now, not yet. No, not no, yet. no. And I'm with you. I've never, I don't know what Snapchat, I've never used Snapchat. Yeah. You know, you I don't like cat filters. You don't like, like, Oh no, 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 no. Those aren't my, that aren't for me. Um, I know what a vine is, but I guess that's what TikTok is. Somebody was telling me about it and you know, it just seems like it's, uh, but you know, I have a strange thing. Like I don't love social media, right? you know? And so I, for me, I'm like, it's getting, Further and further down, like pretty soon, two year olds are going to be holding it, wanting to, you know, do a vine of themselves, you know. And so it's just yeah. getting further and further. But um, I just find it so weird how it's much bigger and bigger and bigger. It can continue to get yeah. because, like, I mean, I never like I wasn't on Facebook, and um, I do kind of look at Instagram, but it is like it is like a dark hole. Like sure you, it is. And that, I think most of the public views it. You get on it, and you're like, where did that last five minutes go? Right. Where or five it? hours go. Or four, yeah, or you five know, hours. Some, some people are just super, you know, the tunnel vision when it comes to that sort of thing. They they get on it, and it's just just all all day. Right. All day. Right. Uh, but, you know, the, I, I will say, in social media's defense, I'll stand here and defend social Good media a, a little Good bit. Good um, There are some great things that come about because of social media. You can granularly target people. You can, you know, really hone in on, you know, 
advertising for business and, you know, and especially with some of the, with the, with some of the things I do outside of work, you know, I'm, that's how I engage folks right. and get them to come to my shows and, right. and everything else, share music, do, do that, you know, thing. So there's some really cool stuff with it too. Right. However, there's a dark underbelly of that stuff and, yeah. and it's, you just got to be really careful, especially with kids and yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I, I, I do think that you're exactly right with like advertising and stuff like that. You get to a point where it's, it's the only thing you can do right. because it grabs so many, so many people's attention and it is smart business. Um, but like you're saying, you know, if people put their value to themselves linked to it, oof, right. it's rough. Speaking of advertising. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You like that segue? Yeah. That's how professional podcasters do. Take work. Taking notes. Cool. So uh, if any of the, if anyone out there is interested in sponsoring this show or any other shows on the mesh, it's a super low cost way to get your name out there. And uh, you can really get a targeted audience and, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be awesome for your business. So. Yeah. Yeah. We've had several people right. do it on our show. They yeah. uh, talked about how other people have seen it, and um, so it's been successful. That's right. And so you guys do a good job of doing it. So. Yeah, for sure. And uh, thank thank you to Dan Bryant for sponsoring this podcast. Nice. We appreciate him a lot. Yeah, thank you. You got soft advisors. All right. Other thing I want to talk about. We talked about the market. The market doesn't make me think of furniture. Well, it does make me think of furniture, but the thing that it makes me think of is fall. And it's kind of like when I hear people getting ready for the market, I'm like, well, it's, it's fall. It's got, you know, they have spring and fall. So it's fall market. That's fine. When I start to get, like, I start to get almost agitated this time of year because it's not, I like holiday seasons. I really do. And I'm looking forward to Halloween. Really am. Thanksgiving, get with your family. Christmas is great. Right. But it gets me so aggravated. The timing of all of this stuff. Explain. Okay. So Halloween is two weeks away. All right. It is reasonable to think, okay, we're going to start to see spiders and spider webs and, you know, jack-o'-lanterns and stuff like that. Okay. And, and that's, I, I agree with you. you might, perfectly you, acceptable to perfectly have a jack-o'-lantern on your stoop on October 17th. Absolutely. Right. You're going to have kids that want to go buy costumes. We're going to do, this is two weeks in to the holiday. Three weeks in, even, okay, okay, I can accept that. But with that first jack-o'-lantern comes like a cornucopia kind of thing, and, it, and it's that one advertiser's way, marketer's way of saying, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. It's like Hollow's Thanksmas. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is coming right around the corner, and you see people wearing sweaters when it's 90 degrees and trying to figure out when that pumpkin spice latte is coming out. And it, there's no transition. You don't get to enjoy Halloween because people are shoving Thanksgiving down your throat. And then, God forbid, you get into November because that's when the Christmas music's got to start. Yeah, are you I kidding mean, me? Yeah, they, Lowe's, if you go to Lowe's Hardware, there's already Christmas trees up. Oh, there for sure are. Yeah. There for sure are. And, you know, it just angers me that we cannot can – we, we've got three months here. Can we not – merge them together can we celebrate when halloween's over put out the damn pilgrim crap get the pumpkin pie put out. the pilgrim crap out okay that's what i want and when we're done eating that's fine then you can put out whatever you want from starbucks the red cups whatever it is you can see i'm passionate about this i don't like you it. really grinds my gears about the holidays. <laughs> i know man i cannot stand that and that is the worst thing ever because some right when those red cups come out there's an agent in our firm right when that red cup comes out 
She'll come in. She's got fur-lined boots on, and she's got a scarf on and probably a toboggan, and it's 90 degrees out, and she's just trying to push her way straight into December. Come here, Christmas. I know. It's <laughs> awful. And I think that that's kind of what works me up about these holidays. Yeah. Is, you know, I'm the same way. Hank, I'm the, I'm, I'm the same way. I like all three holidays just, just the same fun. Great. You know, especially for kids that, you know, love it. Thanksgiving's more for adults, you know, getting together with family, the same thing. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm on your team on the let's just celebrate one at a time. Can we just have time for all of them? You know, like October, Thanksgiving, or October, Halloween, November, Thanksgiving, December, Christmas. Right. Let's do it. If I go to anyone's house on Thanksgiving and they got a Christmas tree up, I'm turning around and leaving. Shoot them. I don't care. I know I, I used to run a, le- a Christmas tree business back in the day. And like people were like, uh, are you going to deliver before Thanksgiving? Absolutely not. No. I refused. No. Probably lost a handful of customers. I don't care. Yeah. Just out of morale. Yeah. Or morals, rather. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, Forget it. No, it's it's not right to do and i applaud <laughs> you i applaud you on holding firm on that because that's ridiculous yeah, for them my deals are steadfast in that yeah I, I and you know i enjoy like getting getting to the point of like planning it because even the planning of thanksgiving my in-laws are talking about what are we going to do now for thanksgiving and i know we have to do that because sometimes we go to yeah, georgia you so many other family stuff to deal with yeah i understand sides. that but when they start asking the question I start to tick a little bit, and it just, just ang—it just angers me just a little bit. Start to itch, and, and so uh, I just want to enjoy enjoy the month, the holiday that is designated for the month. Okay? I agree. Okay, can can we like write our congressman or something like this? I would. Pastor McHenry's listening to this. Can I would we love talk it. to him about that. I would love it. I think this should be part of the you know a presidential debate. Is if you know if you're going to stand behind this, then you've got my <laughs> so vote. This is my platform. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Um, so I'm in on that. The one thing, the one question I have for you here, and and we'll probably in two weeks we got another show, so we're going to get a little bit closer to what Halloween. Right. You know, we'll talk. It'll be a Halloween spooktacular, I'm sure. But um, you know, so I got a little boy, and he's all ready for Halloween, and uh, he's got his costume. Well, today I decided instead of a sales meeting for October, I'm just going to have a costume party. Sure. And you know, the funny thing is, is costume parties are funny because you have people that'll go all in and do it. Right. Like do it. And then you have people that don't want any part of it. And I think it's hilarious because it's, there's not this, Hey, I want to be involved or I don't want to be involved. There's a damn costume. This person looks like, you know, macho man, Randy Savage. Mm -hmm. And then this person just looks like Jane from accounting. (laughs) Right. And so I cannot wait to see. So I've, I've sent out the email. Right. Or instead of a sales meeting, we're having a Halloween costume contest. I can get behind that. I I, I was going to ask a couple of, um, and I'm putting you on the sure. spot here, a couple of um, reasonable as the 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 boss, the leader here. I got what are some? Uh, do you just go opposite end of the spectrum and just say that guy's got some weird stuff going in the closet and could be uh, somebody we need to look at, or do you play it safe and go like uh, football player? Oh, <laughs> I've done it. I've, it. Honestly, it depends on how I feel. Okay. And I've gone, I've gone month, or I've gone months and thought about it, and have gone all out a few times and knocked out of the park. And then sometimes I'll just throw a wig on, yeah, you know, or something like that. You know, yep. just it's like, oh, you, you I, there was an attempt. There was you an know? attempt, right? I'm not the guy who just shows up in in clothes and just 
and laughs at everybody else's costumes. Yeah, that's what like I'm Like that about. guy that shows up at the party and the guys that show up at costume parties that don't wear costumes. The worst. That's what grinds my gears. Yeah, me that, too. It grinds my gears. Like, why even come? Why come? Yeah. Yeah, to make fun of people? It's like, you're being made you fun of. You got 20 bucks. Go, go, go to Walmart and get you something. Yeah, get a mask. Yeah. Do something. Do just a little effort. Right. A little effort. You want to come here and eat your trick-or-treat candy or whatever. Right. And... And not wear a costume? Right. Get out of here. I've got a couple of ideas. I was thinking, I, I, I kind of want to buy one of those huge blow-up dinosaurs. You know what I'm talking about? For like for the front yard? No, no, no. The ones that the people get oh, into. The T-Rex. And they, the T-Rex. Yeah. I kind of want one of those. Those are great. You just... But I don't think I could sit at my desk in that. You know, I don't think I could knock out some emails yeah, in that no. thing. So yeah. I, I, I think that that's probably... Well, you know what you do? That Does any of your uh, coworkers listen to the podcast? Oh, maybe. Probably all yeah. of them. You know what you do is just you's like oh you don't you you buy it and you just put it in the closet or in your car and you're just like ah, I just decided not to do anything this year and right when the costume party go and you put it on come down to the costume party and, and, you, and you just rock it yeah that that might be what I do that might be what I do I know I like that idea I was thinking either that or going in full Michael Myers you know some of our ladies at our office are a little bit jittery and so that one might <laughs> you know, it might freak them out a little bit so I was going to go there and then um, the other one. Was pro wrestler. You cannot ever go wrong with pro wrestler. You cut a shirt up, you throw a wig on, you, yeah. you throw a hey brother in there or something like that. Oh yeah, and uh, you you get it. the leotard is the part that I can't get over. I don't think I can wear a leotard pants leotard yeah, into like, the office. Yeah, it, it, it's a. You might have an HR issue. Could it, it, you know? You never know. Could you never know? You never in, know. In this day and age. Yep. At forty three too. If you go in there, rip shirt on, everything else, it's it's almost looks sad. But right. before it does, you know. So what was okay? If you had to to rank and file your your best Halloween costumes, I know we're going deep into Halloween. Oh, I know. Right? That's good. What, um, what were your favorite costumes that you've pulled off okay i had one that i was um i did teen wolf that was my favorite one and i was i was probably i don't know i was young right Right. i was really young so i did the wolf mask and the t-shirt but i did it like i whatever t-shirt he had i wrote on it and everything and so i was it was right when teen wolf came off and i was down the street my mom and dad let me go by myself and so i was walking down the street and uh, i got my candy stolen okay and I'm not going to go any further. Is it like a hazing incident? It was. Okay. It was high schoolers. Right. And so I'm not going to go any further because I'll share it on the next podcast. Sure. Because it was the most, uh, uh, it was like kind of a, an event, a Halloween event. I understand. Event. Um, but that one was a good one. I want a Spuds McKenzie one time. You remember Spuds McKenzie? The, the Pitbull Terrier that uh, was sponsored by, or was the spokes dog of Budweiser. Yes. Right? And yeah. I went when I was about eight. So that oh, goes yeah. to tell you where, 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 you go, where I was. There you go. Carrying on heavies. Yeah, you know? where I was. And so I was Spud McKenzie one time. And I went as a break dancer, which I love that one because my mom actually got me this suit that you would never wear again. Ever, I think we got it at the mall, like at Spencer's. Oh, right? you yeah, know, yeah. had some uh, parachute pants, and there was like a, I don't know, it was like piping. It was yeah. it was pretty solid. Spencer's is such gel. an underrated store. Man. It really it is. is. All got all kind of magic eight balls to whatever you want for Halloween. You know, yep. it's all there. Fart spray, all of it. How about <laughs> yeah, you? Posters, black lights, lava lamps, any Wu Tang shirt you want. Forever, forever. Yeah. Yep. How about you? Um, I've, I've had a few just really good ones though. The, the, the most recent one that I had was I dressed up like the Pope actually hmm. like went on the internet and found like a really like nice, like Pope outfit. 
and work. You can find it on Facebook if you're if you're looking for it. So yeah. nice. Yeah, it's 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 a good one. You know, one of the things that we did. Um, oh, I just also dressed up as the Village People. That was with my band uh, a few years ago. That was also did you fun. Perform as the Village. We did. People? Oh, nice. We did. I was the uh, I. I was out in public in a all other, uh, all other. Yes, yeah. I think I no saw shirt. a picture of that. Yeah, you might have. I think I saw a picture of yeah, that. That was pretty good. That is pretty good. The other thing that I will say that we did, which was a lot of fun, if you got a you've got a bunch of good buddies, ten of you, or yeah. so. So we went out and had beers one night, and we put in a hat all of our names, and you had to pick out a name, and that's how you had to dress for Halloween. <laughs> You talk about Russian you, roulette. Oh man, and uh, no holds barred. Okay, you had to go right. and come out hot, right. on them, and everybody did. Nice, everybody did. That's I, a really good idea. It's a great idea. It's like, like salad bowl, like you know, like just yeah. I yeah, like, it was I great did. because so I got Michael Banks. He got me. Somebody got Davy Black. Somebody got CJ, and and you come as them. And when the first person walks in the door, you're like, oh, you hammered him. And then you see you walk in the door, and you're like, oh man. And you know, you can tell the conversations that they've had with wives, and you know, like where they're getting their like. They may have a T-shirt that's from your house, and you're like, come on, you undercut me there. Come on. So, uh, but that was probably that was probably the most fun that we've had on Halloween. Nice. Got to try one year. Yeah, oh, that's a, I mean, together. it's not too late. No, it's not too late. It'd be it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, all right, away from the holiday stuff. You know, we celebrate these things, and they're just events. But you know, I think that a portion of the show that I'm going to rally around should be hero of the day. Okay. Okay. Hero of the day. There's two guys. This is a new segment, Chad. If you're listening, there's. Two guys that just fell one A one B. Okay, it wasn't one and two. It's one A one B. So I couldn't choose right. my hero of the day. What's the first one? Okay, so there is a little boy, four years old, Gray Forrester. Okay, like Subaru Gray Gray Subaru Forrester. Same one. Okay, same exact one. And him and his sister were out in the backyard, and all of a sudden, his little sister falls in the pool. He goes in and saves her. Okay. Okay. Saves her out of the pool. He's how old? Four. And she is? Two. Oh. Okay. Okay. Nightmare scenario. Okay. So we're not going to get into the uh, logistics of where mother was. Okay. (laughs) But. Where where was this? This, uh, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. He's, he's, he's very proud. If you see a picture, if you, if you, uh, Uh, Google him. Above ground? (laughs) I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. (laughs) Uh, Could have been a pond that they call pool. Pond's good for you though. (laughs) Pond's good for me so this gray forester kid the way that his the mother found out is the two-year-old walks in and says i fought in the pool i fought in the pool okay there's a picture of the family here Here is he'll he'll come up uh, on your on your screen yep if you're watching now uh, if you're looking at us on video you'll see i fought in the pool and he saved me and he said that uh he jumped in the pool and she was doggy paddling, and I grabbed her tummy, and I was trying to get her out so she could breathe. You know what kind of man that is? Oh man! At four years old. Yeah, I'm. You know, here's the thing: a lot of four year olds don't know how to swim. No, and much less able to save a tree. Is this a video of him like explaining how he did it right here? On the bottom <laughs> I left? think it is. Oh, Do you man. know what the difference is? I bet in him saving. Well, I, I'll guarantee you that net and fence and, is new. Yeah, I bet you it is too. <laughs> I bet it is too. Do you know why he saved that little girl? 
because he's probably getting ready for a noodling event somewhere in Tennessee. <laughs> you know where they grab those catfish at? Like they bring him out. Look at how strong that little boy is. He's wearing that yeah. well, 16. I mean, she's like almost like almost the size. I know. Well, you know what? Good for him. He's my hero of the day because this kid deserves <laughs> it. But Tennessee, you know what? And the other thing that I thought about, the reason why he is now 1A and not 1B in the hero of the day, have you ever seen – Anything good within the last 12 months for a Tennessee Vols fan? Because for anybody that doesn't follow football, they're awful. They're awful. Yeah, that's it, – it, it's, it's, it's pretty sad. Right. You it know, is. it's – they have such a rabid fan base, and they're just letting every one of them down. Oh, they're letting every one of them down. And that color is brutal that they wear. And so – just getting this from here on out, all the UT fans out there, you can hold on to the know that Gray Forrester could be your quarterback in you know in twelve years. Twelve years? Yeah, oh, no, well, no, fourteen, 14 years. years. Fourteen years. In fourteen years, we need to see Forrester on the back of that jersey doing something great because he's saving two year olds out there. Maybe he can save this fan base. Powerful Gray Forrester, man. Like, That's, he, he, way to go, pal. Way uh, to go. Yeah. Okay, so one A. This is one A. I'm gonna put this down. One A. Hero of the day. He's hero our first one. Second right. hero of the day. There's a man <laughs> that I can only tell you i would like to celebrate every day i got him queued up okay can are we going to be able to play yeah, the clip yeah we can okay so there's this gentleman coming in hot with okay this. there's a gentleman that was on the wheel of fortune contestant and you know when pat Ch- sajak says hey tell us a little bit about yourself right <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself this guy comes with this yeah he comes he comes hot with hot, real hot with this and you know, I, I saw it uh you know earlier you know earlier this week and uh when, when was this on like this week sometime i think so make sure volume's up yeah yeah um i think it was earlier this week this gentleman blair <laughs> this this cat right here look at him you know that he's got a big beard if you're just listening to it, he's got a big beard he's got a shaved head he he is not nervous. Look at his he, look at his eyes. He is he, not nervous. He's about to blow Pat Sajak's mind right here. He blew my mind. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right, here we go. In a loveless marriage for the last twelve years. Excuse me. Did we hear that right? I've been. So he's trapped in a loveless marriage, right? And uh, that's bless his heart. I just you know three stepchildren named star rj and ryan and i have one rotten grandson (laughs) (laughs) i think when he said when he said i was in a loveless marriage to an old battle axe that's where he (laughs) sent the he's really got the tone set right there oh boy he he later pat was talking to him a little bit about it and he later said how much he loved his family but for him to come in you know he's just joshing now like he's just oh, doing for it for sure. tv i mean i wish more people would do that people take it so serious well that that in itself that's exactly what i was going to say that man right there does not take himself serious no. he does not no blair does not care about that I mean, appearance look what the beard he's rocking he could care less he could care less that he's on wheel of fortune if he walked out of there with 400 zero or eighteen hundred dollars he didn't care he was getting in that line he was getting in that line he's been planning that for weeks yeah. weeks and you know his wife's in on this you know his kid grandkids are in on this like i'm just gonna roast you on tv just for just for gas yep or he didn't and he's like i got you yeah <laughs> you i know. bet you he is as I, that guy is so fun to hang out with oh surely i guarantee it. so that's my one b hero of the day gotcha. okay there's uh because a guy like that doesn't give 
much concern with most. No. I don't think. Zero Fs. Zero Fs. That's exactly <laughs> right. Zero Fs. So with being sitting in the captain's chair, as I normally do, you know, Chad has a tendency, back on Chad, has a tendency of hijacking the conversation. Sure. He loves to talk about things like, I don't know, Enrique Iglesias or, you know, things that make him feel good, how he's going to dress this weekend. I just want to take a few minutes because it's my show and my content. I want to talk about Major League Baseball because sure. it's been amazing. It has been. It's it has been, been amazing. Been. That's just put it on. Gosh. It wasn't even, it was, yeah. Okay, so my, if you're a baseball fan, we have seen great baseball so far. And uh, we went, m- me and my little boy went to the first game for the Braves. Okay, uh, first At, home game this year? First, no, for a uh, postseason. Oh, postseason. So the first okay, playoff right. game. So it was two weeks ago or whatever. Right, right, right. It was, they lost 7-6. It was electric. I mean, the atmosphere was incredible. Um, you know, that series went back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth, and then they lost. At least you didn't like, go to game five. I know. I know. But we still saw a loss. Right. But it was amazing atmosphere. Um, side note from the game, there was a guy behind us who um, was a huge Cardinals fan, and he did not care that he was in Atlanta. Did not care. Hmm. Okay. He was yelling, raising cane, everything. There were two, I'd say 25-year-old guys behind me, super polite, really nice to my son, you know, was great. But they proceeded to drink probably 10 beers while there. They came in hot. They were leaving hot. Mm. And uh, the more that that guy talked, the more they talked. And uh, it was great to watch. It got tense for a minute, but then the old man realized that he was going to get his hip broke if he kept on talking. <laughs> and so, well, I mean, there he. When you do that, when you go to hostile territory, and you proceed just to talk oof. all kinds of garbage to opposing fans, the home team, yeah. It's uh, it's not going to end well. No, it's especially not. when you got two twenty five guys or two twenty five year old guys are just handboned behind you. Yeah, and and it did not go well because it was up and down the entire time. And then when they went down, when the Cardinals went down by like three, people were just hammering him, sure, hammering him. And he was sitting down, he was sulking. And then when they came back, oh, it, it was awful. It was awful. And um, my little boy got to see, you know. The fun part, because it didn't get out of hand, but he got to see what a true playoff game was all about. Um, But unfortunately, we lost that. But the Nationals, so there's usually people are like, I'm a baseball fan, like a big baseball fan, but you're either an American League guy or National League guy. Are you... Uh, Well, I grew up a Braves fan. You know, living in the South, you're either Braves, Cubs, Reds, because there's the three teams you see on TV. Right. You know, you got TBS, WGN, and whatever the Reds channel was yeah 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 yeah. um didn't bother with them so much but yeah you know my a lot of my summers were consisted of going to my grandmother's working in the garden coming home picking uh, stringing beans in the den watching the braves right then gonna play little little league at night right and uh so you know del murphy you know all, all that growing up watching those guys um but, you know, just like 90% of all baseball fans, like, don't watch a lot until the playoffs, and then right. I'm rabid. Right. You know, and, and it was, uh, you know, the way that, that that series ended, it was just, oh. I, I, I talked to a guy who went to that game, and he was just like, it was the worst. Yeah, yeah. Just the worst. But, you know, what do you do? When they put up nine runs in the first, you're just like, let's get, it, let's get drunk. Yeah. I guess. I got, I got off of work early. 
Right, and it was right when the game started. And so I was like, all right, it started at five, and I left work right at five, and I went home, and I was like, all right, I'm going to be able to. Yeah, Reagan was, like, yeah. like middle of the first or something. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Reagan's going to take Harris to soccer, whatever. I pull in, and it's the end of the, the – it's the, you know, the bottom. And I'm like, I'm going back to work. This yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Lose nine runs in the first inning. It was awful. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. And so, hey, you th- there's got to be nerves involved in that. Had to have been. Well, you, you know, know, it's just, pitching. You know, yeah, I mean, the pitching, is. too, is is the Braves pitching has let them down. And that's what is amazing about the pitching for the Nationals is they're starting four, like the four guys that start, uh, Anibal, uh, Sanchez, and Strasburg, and Corbin, and uh, Schwerzer. Lights out, and have been there forever too. Lights out, yeah. They're just they, they've got that team chemistry that they're. I think they're almost due those guys, you know. Um, but it, it's you know historically the Braves have lived and died by pitching, you know. Yeah. Like they, you know, back in the nineties when they were winning, you know, just pennant after pennant after pennant, you know, they yeah. lived on, on on those on those pitchers that you know. But, you know, their combined ERA was like three. Yeah. Yeah, know? they were – I mean, their pitching staff was really good. silly, yeah. silly, silly. I think the thing that, I, you know, I really like like all baseball, even bad the bad guys in baseball. But I, I, I like Bryce Harper, but I don't love Bryce Harper. I Like, I like Acuna, yeah. and Acuna does a lot of dumb stuff. Like, sling – you know, he, he'll jog on a ball that he thinks is a home run. But, yeah. But he does give, like – he calls loves the, the game. Calls some games this year yeah. and some – yeah, you're having real trouble over there. You're having real trouble over there. Yeah, get this on camera. Yeah, this is real trouble. This man doesn't know how to use a chair. I don't. See, you're ruining my podcast. Just keep talking. Hey. Okay. Well, the the problem with the way that Bryce plays and the way that the way that Bryce plays and the way that uh, Acuna plays is that Bryce plays it with attitude, like a bad attitude, like I, like. I'm better than everybody. Acuna plays it with passion. Like, that's the way I feel like he, you know, when he, uh, you call it a pimp to home run, you know, he hits yeah, the ball, yeah, he kind of yeah, yeah. jogs. He's like, I hit it. And then it hits off the wall. It, his is more emotion. When Bryce Harper is rounding third on a home run and he blows a kiss to a pitcher or does something like that, it makes me as a, as a baseball fan want to punch him in the face. Sure. And when they won last night, this is how much I, and I, I love, I think 99.9% of baseball, and unlike you and, and majority of – I watch a ton of baseball during the season. First time they, when they won that game, the first thing I thought was, I'm glad Harper's not on that team. You know, he just got traded to Phillies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm glad he's not on I – he, I hope he never enjoys this. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. For I feel sure. t- I, After I've, I did it, I was like, I feel kind of bad as a person for wanting that against him. Well, he did, he did it to himself. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of that stuff he brings on himself, and a lot of that stuff is – you know, when you big boy people, it's just you. The only people that like that are the other people that do that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah and it's it, it it turns it turns me off watching stuff like that, and and that's across all sports, to be honest. Right. Um. You know, you, you when you when you see guys showboating or you know running running up the score and you know th- this that other thing. We we've talked off offline a lot right. about this before, but um. Yeah, that that's how and that's how people get hurt too. Yeah, well, you know, I, I said that uh, uh, yesterday is Correa. 
Carlos Correa hit a home run, and now we're talking about the um, Houston Astros New York Yankees series. Mm-hmm. He had a walk off in their last game. Where's that? Where's that series stand right now? Two two. Uh, two one. Two I one. Believe. Um, he hits a walk off, and he walks twelve feet and goes like this to his mm-hmm. um, his uh, dugout, and then he takes off his helmet when he's coming down third, and he shoots it like he's shooting a three. And it was a walk-off. And granted, celebrate, and I hope he celebrates. And if they win the World Series, it's going to be well worth it and everything. But the first time Correa comes up to hit next season, they won't do it because it's too important now. First time Correa comes up next season, they're going to plow him with a ball. <laughs> and they're going to – everybody everybody on the field is going to say, was it worth it? And Correa may say – Totally was, yep, totally was, but yeah. but he got it, he got it back, and that's what I love about baseball because he's going to get his. It's not going to be now because yeah. it's too important. Or if they're up by nine and Correa's up, and comes up to hit, they might do it then. But it'll be the first game that they see Correa, and they're going to say, "There's your boy." We'll Go reference ahead. this podcast after when that happens. I I, I, I know Write it, it will happen. Write it down. Write it's it down. the one thing we can do. Um, so good. I'm glad I got to talk a little bit about baseball. Sure. He has a tendency to push me off that. I don't like it. So it's your show. How dare you? My show, anything. my content. Right. Absolutely. Right. How's your fantasy football team doing? Uh, we're three and three this year. We started, Same. Same. we started off a little rocky and, um, starting to get into Are you the, one league, one league, one league. Same. I cannot do six leagues. I don't have time for, I don't either. That. I don't either. I don't either. And you know, it just gets to the point where you're like, I can't follow third string running backs on bye weeks like these other guys can. I yeah. swear half of them have to pay somebody to like pay a service. There is the, I mean yeah. I've I've looked into that. I was like how I mean oh, for a $100 league, $100 buy-in league like should you spend another 100 to try to win 1000? Oh, that seems so it's like a 5 to 1 bet. That seems unreasonable. It does seem unreasonable. Right. Have I Never tell. Yeah, you certainly have. <laughs> if you look at my my record, you can tell I haven't. Okay, because well, I've got some serious GM issues yeah, going on. I do too, and three and three, and I've got injury issues, and you know, Gurley's hurt, and uh, Amari, Amari Cooper's kind of banged up, yeah. and those are two of my. I mean, those are focal points. The only, I only had like one indirect injury. My first pick was Michael Thomas and with yeah. Breeze going out, it's like, eh. well, Teddy Bridgewater's throwing to him, you know, he's 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 getting targets, but it's uh I have I have the problem that none of my guys are hurt and they're all averaging like between 10 and 15 points. Yeah. It's like who do you play and you get a matchups and then obviously you pick the wrong ones and you lose three games here. Yeah. But yeah. Nate Banks beat me about 60 last week so it doesn't really Oh, matter. that makes I, I could have played my bench. And two as well, and still lost. So oh, that's hurtful. That's hurtful. That's yeah. hurtful. Did you see you talking about Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Brees? Did you see them at? I think it was an All Pro. I don't know where it was, but they showed the difference between a backup and a starting quarterback. And they they showed Bridgewater throwing at a dunking booth. Okay. Oh, I did see this. And he missed it like three times. And then they gave Brees like three balls, and he hit it three times. And it was just the difference in what a starting quarterback can do and what a backup quarterback sure. can do. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater has what they say a different set of skills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe that is true. I don't think Drew Brees is run. Do you threat. think do you think NFL teams go ahead and plan for quarterbacks getting injured? So they say, okay, if Drew Brees gets hurt, you know, game three, I think. What what, what, mm-hmm. what, what it was? It's like, okay, we have these 
we we have to game plan every game of the year for Teddy, with Teddy Bridgewater. You think they do this? Do that like preseason? Do you think they do that? I think they have to look at it, but I also think that they they look at quarterbacks that are probably more mobile, and yeah. they say, okay, Russell Wilson has a greater chance of getting injured than Tom Brady. Sure, you know, and so like they may. You know, if you're if you got a Cam Newton or somebody that or a Patrick, Mah- I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes, kind of a weird kind of guy right now. Um, but if you have somebody like that, I think you almost have to plan for if somebody's running, yeah, you're going to get hurt. Are you a Panthers fan? I do like the Panthers. Is Cam going to get traded? Oh, I hope so. I don't listen. I I don't think it. I, I think his play has been awful. Yeah. I mean, I I think he is just not playing very good football. And he's not as good a leader, I don't feel like, you know, if that he des- deserves to – he's not leading that team. You know, no, you can he's a see distraction him, of that. Fight. Yeah, you can see him on the field that he is not a leader and that he does not deserve $19 million. If I were I, – I think the backup right now is far, su- yeah, is far superior, superior to him. Superior. Superior. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, he's, granted, he's got a fumbling problem. Yeah, well, uh, you see Kelvin Benjamin when he left the Panthers. They were like, "What do you think of your success?" He was like, "I think it's when he went to Buffalo." He was like, "You know, I'm not with a great quarterback, but I'm with a quarterback that can hit his target." Wow, yeah, um, that is coming from Kelvin Benjamin, though. That is, yeah, yeah, and he is a garbage human being. <laughs> I hope you're listening to Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> so but this no, is a guest yeah. on my on our podcast. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I, I agree. I, you know, Kyle Allen with. You know, he could turn himself into a system quarterback and do really well sure. in Carolina, um, which I think he is. You know, he's he's taking they're winning he takes, ball he goes, games. Yeah, he, he knows how to win, and that's something to be said about that. They said that Cam Newton was walking through your facility this week without a boot on, so we we're going to have a quarterback controversy on our hands right. real quick. Um, Hard not to play the nineteen yeah, million dollar quarterback on another podcast on the mesh at the Fried Pod with John Reap. Um, he was talking about, um, you know. What should the Panthers do? What should the as a business? What should the Panthers do? Should they get rid of him when he now since he's has some value right. while he has value, right? Um, and then maybe trade for something that we maybe need like another running back so McCaffrey doesn't get just a thousand touches a game. Yep, you know stuff like that. So you know I think there's a lot of options out there for him, uh, but there's going to be a lot of people that are. Highly upset if Cam Newton starts. Oh yeah, week you know eight or whatever it is. Half, probably half a Panther Nation will be. I don't want to say it. You think there's a tinge of racism in that? I don't know about that. I I, I think at this point there, he's made it pretty clear that he's not pl- he's not playing well. No, he's not. So I don't. I to me, uh, I think it comes down to he's playing like a third mean, string yeah, quarterback. Just, right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 one of those things where you you hope that you know Kyle Allen keeps showing out, so they have to have a really hard decision. They make a really hard decision. I mean, he's won three in a row, right? But yeah, of course. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where if if Cam comes back and he starts playing gangbusters, then we have trade bait galore with yeah. Kyle, Kyle Allen. Kyle you know, Allen, right? Know. Yeah. No, I I mean I think you put. Cam back in. I think they're going to put Cam back in. They've paid him nineteen million dollars. They, they, so. they have to. They paid him so much money. They have to. Right. They have to. Um, so yeah, I think that I. I don't know. I. I like the Panthers. I'm a Panther fan. I think Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I look at uniform like jerseys. 
Okay, like, but I'm not a Jersey guy. I don't own a Jersey, right? I'm not a Jersey guy. No, right? I, have, I have one. Okay, but it's not a Panthers jersey. Okay, who is it? Liverpool FC. Okay, but that's hey, that's yeah. different. It's a soccer jersey. Yeah. Okay. It's twenty five um, years old. Well, that's yeah. another reason. Right. <laughs> um, if I were to buy a jersey, I would buy a Christian McCaffrey jersey. Sure. Or I would buy a Luke Keekley jersey. Like those are the like those guys. Or I would buy a um, Ray Ray McLeod. Oh, yeah, McLeod. Uh, Formerly of the Panthers. Khalil Mack. You know, no. right. um, or a Russell and, Wilson. And Dominican Sue. <laughs> yeah, yeah Sue. A Russell Wilson. You know, you think of guys that are out there just grinding, sure. right? Grinding. And, um, uh, you know, uh, I, I, Chris McCaffrey is such a stud. Yeah, he's the best quarter, He's the best running back in the NFL. Yeah, and, like, good dude. You know, like, like yeah. good dude. Like, yeah, like, comes from good, comes from a good cloth. Right. You know, like yeah. uh and real hard worker. It's super smart. You know, I, I, every time I watch those guys play, you know, he doesn't extend runs when he knows he's tackled. Yeah. And if you notice, and I've noticed, you know, last 10 years, 15 years, like seriously watching football, um, when guys try to extend runs, that's when they get hurt. Yep. And his daddy told him that. Absolutely. Like, like, you know, take the three and go down. Like, man always dives forward. Yeah. Smart, very smart football player. Yeah. And which is a huge change for what we're used to in Carolina. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, got to talk what we wanted to talk about. That's good. That's good. And I know we're running up on our time and, you know, our, uh, our, with our, producer in here we've got other producers out there they're probably like hank you're you stay on time here um but you know we always ended up with our weekend your weekends tend to be pretty wild because you get gigs on weekends you're like true talent hemmed up man are you hemmed up yeah oh tired right now tired well yeah we had october i i I was uh the curator for the hickory's october fest pavilion tent this year so like i booked all the bands and i uh was at the at the stage all weekend, you know, shuttling bands was it back a nightmare? and forth, and then we we played at the tent and we played both after parties at the tap room both nights. So holy cow! Yes, yeah, so it was a long long weekend. So nothing this weekend. Uh, going to the beach, play golf this weekend. Okay, so, well yeah. that that's yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, you get a little R and R. Oh, for sure. So you going with sure. buddies? Yeah, buddies. Yeah, hometown buddies. Hometown buddies. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Is this a uh, stay at the same place and play the same course? You play no, a different we're just, course. We're doing. We're just playing a couple. It's a bachelor party for a buddy of mine who's getting married next month, and about half of us play golf. Half of half of them don't. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go to some breweries, and I'm gonna watch them drink beers and probably drive them around and go to a concert. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. What How beach? about you? What beach? Uh, Carolina Beach. Okay. Yeah. How about you? What you doing this weekend? Uh, I don't. Last weekend of sports, kind of. Right. Okay. Harris have a game. He's got baseball yeah. on this weekend, and then um, we've he's been playing soccer. You know, he's been tra- travel soccer this first real year of like being on it. CBYSA. CBYSA. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's been uh, it's been good. It's but you know it's kind of funny to watch. You know, I played soccer in middle school and my freshman year in high school, and it's kind of funny when it works. It works. And when it doesn't, it's awful, you know? And, like, yeah. uh, two games ago, they were passing really well, and um, it was real unselfish play. And uh, this past game, it was every time they got the ball head down, doing their own thing, 
defense swarming on them. Right. Nobody gets a breakout. Nobody's helping anybody, and we lose 4-1. Right. The game before, we won 4-2, and it was like boom, 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 looking here, looking here, you know, right. uh, switching the field. It was, it was really good for 10, 11-year-old boys. Right. Uh, but how quickly they forget where they get their success. For sure. So um, I'm, we've got a little bit of that. I've got a little bit of yard work to do before the rain comes. Man, I sell houses, and I love selling houses. Home ownership, it's for the birds. It's, you gotta that making grass grow is hard, man. It really is. It is hard, and uh, so I got to do a little bit of that, I guess, this weekend. So I don't know. I it certainly sound doesn't sound as much fun as yours. It won't be. I promise. I won't be. So <laughs> uh, next week, I guess we're going or not next week. Two weeks from we come next week. Okay. That's well, fine. I, I'm sure if, if he can manage, I'm sure it will be rescheduled. <laughs> either way, I'm sure it's going to be rescheduled. But right. um, we're either going to be in next week, the week after that. I appreciate you standing in with us. Appreciate Hopefully, uh, uh, Chad got everything done this week. And uh, he was able to he'll be able to come in refreshed and continue with his talent ways. Right. So if he actually listens to the podcast and is, wants to continue doing this, I'm going to ask, you know what I will ask when he gets in here, if he even cared to listen to it. Oh, I guarantee you that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. So to everybody out there, thank you for listening. I uh, appreciate uh, all the viewers out there. Again, if you'd like to sponsor, please contact. Yeah. You can go to info. You can email info at themesh.tv or you can go to www.themesh.tv and there's a little button on the homepage that says advertise, click it, and fill up the form, send me some info, off the conversation about it. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you being here. Thanks, man. Moose, thanks for everybody that uh, helped with the show, and we'll see you in two weeks. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.